You are listening to Musician Today, weekly podcast with Vera Bermenko. Tune in for your insight into a professional musician's life and awesome new music. Today, we have an amazing guest on Musician Today. We have someone who is a composer, producer, and songwriter. He is an award-winning composer, producer, and artist director with biggest passion on film score. He was recently named the second prize winner for an international scoring competition held by Megaron, Athens Concert Hall Association in Greece. The subject was a short animated film and Richard got a second place. Congratulations. You can get the links in our description above and listen to all of his music. Then we had, um, he has been described as having music dripping from his fingers and has the ability to play and arrange for a range of instruments by ear. He has spent uh, the last few years immersed in music, theater, and the performing arts, providing musical direction, arranging, and composing both locally and internationally. And I'm so happy and proud to present to you guys, Richard Campbell. Yay! So thank you for joining us today, Richard. So happy to have you. How are you doing? I'm not bad yourself. I'm good, thank you. I'm so happy we're over the technical difficulties. <laughs> yeah, So, but that's not going to stand in our way because we are here to discuss music and music business and our journeys through this whole musical adventure. All right, so um, Richard's music has always been biggest passion for him and he has immersed himself in the genre in film. And that's something I heard is quite new in your life that you're really passionate about. Absolutely. Excellent. So recognizing that we live in the increasingly visual and online world, Richard has turned his attention to providing easily accessible soundtracks that add the emotive heart to online visual media. He has composed for short films, theater segments, and his own visual projects. He is inviting interest from those who are looking for music that brings their visual media to life and looking for either an original soundtrack or beats or anything that you guys need for your creative projects, Richard is the guy to turn to. So they call you the star maker for that reason, I guess. <laughs> Amazing. So you guys, uh, before we go on, you can find Richard on LinkedIn as Richard Campbell, on Vimeo as RC Star Maker, on Lander, um, on SoundCloud as RC Star Maker, on Skio Music as Richard Campbell on Facebook as RC Star Maker on Instagram as RC Star Maker that's how we met through Instagram and on yeah. YouTube as CCAMBO <laughs> so all right so tell us Richard first thing I guess we'd like to know is how did you start on this path of composing when did it all begin when did you feel that that's what you were meant to do for life well, it actually started in my studies. Um, mm -hmm. I made I made the choice to actually study uh, music as as a major. Nice. Um, and I think it was in my second or third year that I started sketching out a few of my own ideas, um, mm -hmm. and I started showing them to to my lecturers to, uh, just to get some feedback. Um, but I think the team for me, though, um, I don't know if you know the film uh, We Were Soldiers um, with Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah, 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 of course. 
Well, there was a scene in there. Um, it always um, brings me to tears because the music just hits me right. Oh, that's amazing. Um, I think the first time I saw that, um, I knew that, that that's what I wanted to find here. Um, it is to make people feel the same way. Well, that's fantastic. You know, um, all the composers that I've read about and that I've interviewed in person in my life, they say the same thing. Um, you have to make it feel something for you. So, like, if your music makes moves you, then it will move others, right? If you're doing yeah. it just trying to impress someone, it's, that's not going to work. <laughs> Actually, in words of um, Tom Holkenberg, he said, if it makes you feel something, then that's worth pursuing. <laughs> I say that at all. Amazing. So um, why don't we, guys, for introduction, play a couple of Richard's songs, and then we can talk about how they came to life. All right? Here is Lender Bit. Toyota Coaching Project, and you'll hear it in a second. kind of real like pick me up tune like makes you want to get going and tackle <laughs> your day <laughs> so it says toyota in it was it like a commercial project uh this was actually for um a corporate pro a project um for an online portal mm. um, uh, now because of that um, i could only showcase the audio i couldn't really um, uh, uh, showcase the video without, without sharing a private link with someone 
All right. Um, uh, 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 you know, at, at the end of the day, it belongs to me. Okay. Um, but, um, no, this was a, a fun one to do because um, I'm, I prefer to compose two visuals um, yes. and allow them to go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So when uh, you're telling a story, whether it's visual or sonic, it's easier to connect, right? When you have a visual, you have a better idea of what the music should be saying then, right? Yeah. I find the same true for me as well. Like if I know, if I have a picture in my head, then the music just flows naturally. <laughs> Amazing. So how would you say, did you approach this process? Like where did this track begin and how did it evolve? Uh, well, funnily enough, this track that you heard now ended up being the second take. That's one that worked out uh, as well as it, it, it should have. Um, but that, that feedback was very valuable because then what you heard now was the, was the final product. Mm -hmm. um, now, because I had to score to a video with no dialogue, <laughs> it, you, you basically have to tell the, the story that you are um, So you could admit you could probably hear a little uh, hence imagery. Like mm -hmm. uh, a little bouncing or or, or that uh, a, 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 a trombone sound at you, as if you're sagging your shoulders. Mm -hmm. um, um, but uh, yeah, this base. is pretty much a step-by-step -step, uh, process. Normally, I just um, I, I, I sketch out basic idea first. And then I just try all all kinds of combinations and and see what works and and, and what doesn't. But if all else fails, I, I let visual themselves. That's amazing. Um, but, uh, Very cool. I love the baseline in this. That was a real catchy one. <laughs> did oh, you yeah. did you play all these instruments yourself? Um, if you can't playing a keyboard controller, playing it all, all, all by myself. <laughs> um, I, I also used a few um, royalty-free loops uh, at at some places, um, mm -hmm. like especially with uh, with uh, with the drums and percussion. Mm -hmm. um, I don't knock uh, uh, drum loops; they can be quite a lot there sometimes. Um, but yeah, pretty much I played uh, as uh, through my keyboard anyway. So that's amazing. So the bass was played on the keyboard as well. It was, yeah. It sounds so realistic. <laughs> well, this is where sample libraries have become quite, uh, quite handy. Mm -hmm. um, and you know how, the, how they are now. They're, yes. they're, they're just improving all the time. Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's the same for my album. Um, Jacob, my producer, and I, um, he's always upgrading some things and finding new sounds. And he's like, listen to this. It just sounds like a real bass, a real guitar. It's amazing. So yeah, definitely technology has allowed us to grow over the past few years, right? Um, so my next yeah. question actually is, so how did you start out in the production and what was the first piece of equipment that you had and how did your studio evolve since? Oh, wow. Yeah, I know it's a big question, but <laughs> let's just see where it goes. Well, <laughs> let me, if, if I can actually remember it for, uh, at first. Um, 
I suppose where to really start is my old MacBook that I, not, not that actually, an old Windows computer and a small Korg and Kanoki controller that I bought um, and my first copy of Sibelius. Oh yeah, I still have that. I have Sibelius 7. <laughs> well, my, 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 my first copy was Sibelius 3. Oh wow, my, uh, my first one was 5. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that goes a while back. Yeah. And this is when I was um, slowly entering the, the the market as an arranger and an orchestrator. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, that if if anything, that, that's what um, I'm doing the most um, here at these days is arranging. That's amazing. Um, Very good. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, a few years after that, I got my first book. Um, and I started doing some uh, some voiceover work, which Ooh. was quite fun. Um, nice. And yeah, then what? Uh, what I what I did then? I think it was two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I decided I had enough in my savings to invest in some proper equipment. So, pretty much in the course of two or three days. I bought my current MacBook. Mm-hmm. I bought myself two controllers um, and a new keyboard, which I had to replace when my when my old one got stolen out of my car. Oh no! <laughs> uh, it was missing a key anyway, so you know, okay. So it was um, like a sign from the universe that you had to upgrade. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, because of now the studio I have at the moment, mm-hmm. uh, it's allowed me to really play with and manipulate sounds more intimately mm-hmm. uh, and create my own soundscapes and, and, and my own, uh, and my own uh, synthesizer patches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but now, slowly but surely, I'm starting to integrate actual synthesizers. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. So I have a song um, here, Lacrimosa. Was that created on your own soundscape? Uh, no, actually. Um, <laughs> that one, it, um, what I did is that I've recently uh, started digging into the East-West library. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the first track that I actually started um, experimenting with those. Well, I mean that is that is more straightforward orchestral cinematic. So mm-hmm. when it comes to a genre like a chip, like a chip tune or or eighties electronic, then you'll start hearing a few original patches. Amazing. Okay. Well, why don't we have a listen to Lacrimosa and see the great difference between different projects that you have done? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah.
Wow, love it. That's definitely in my like favorite genre area. <laughs> it could be cinematic, it could be turned into metal. Uh, it could accompany like a huge blockbuster. I can definitely see it there. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. Like like the people that I follow, like Tom Hulkenberg, like Hans Zimmer, like yeah, those are the biggest definitely film composers that inspired me in the past. Speaking of which, who would you say was your biggest inspiration and who's the composer that you really connect with on that level? Uh, that would be the late Jerry Goldsmith. Which one? Uh, um, Jerry Goldsmith. Oh, perfect. Nice. I've, I've always admired his, his own style. Amazing. So has how do you notice how his music has influenced yours? Like do we hear some of it in there or maybe it's there but we hear it differently? <laughs> um well the, there 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 are times when I tend to repeat a few themes. Mm -hmm. Um obviously not not um exactly the same. Um and he used to do that with 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 a lot of his scoplots, create a, a theme and variations. Nice. Of, of sort, um, but yeah, um, uh, uh, the lesson I took from that is that you don't have to write a complex uh, a symphony mm -hmm. um, in order to complement the form. You know, sometimes just a single airy sound would be enough, mm -hmm. and sometimes absolute sound also yes. enough. That's right. That's true. So you have to give your score time to breathe. <laughs> between the complex elements absolutely totally agree with that that's amazing so he's kind of like the Bach I guess because if you quoted it and he quoted someone and it's like makes me think of Bach Beethoven and Sofia Gubadulina they all quoted each other yeah. <laughs> that's one of my classical 20th century inspirations and um, I think I've discovered her work also when I was at school and my professor recommended that I check her out and I especially love those, you know, like ethnic elements combined with mysticism and orchestral writing. Definitely. That's the best thing. <laughs> okay. So why don't we have a listen to one more amazing song by Richard so we can hear one more different style of music that he's worked with. So this one is Lander Bean Low Worm. Is that, is that the full title? Is that right? <laughs> Uh, it's 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 only called being. I'm sorry being, about being. that. Being okay, okay, uh, got that, it, got that, it. That. So that's the single that has had great success, right? Uh, if you count to plays, it's a great success. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Absolutely. So we'll have a listen to it. Ready, guys? Never quite as it seems 
yeah. What an awesome song. And is that you singing okay. in it? It is. Sounds great. It makes me think, you know, of some of those 90s romantic movies. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's not what I had in mind when I was when I was uh, putting it together. Um, I basically worked out a chord progression and I took it from there, essentially. So would you say some of those synthetic sounds are more of a recent sound? Yes. Excellent. Excellent. That's where I put my new Roland JDXR to good use. Amazing. For a little machine, it packs quite a lot of power. Excellent. Sounds fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So um, while we're on the topic of technology and everything else, um, how do you actually go about getting jobs? So that's something that I bet most of us have a question about. Like, how do you put yourself out there to get hired by other projects, by other companies, by producers, by whoever, right? What would be your strategy? Uh, well, at this point, what I'm doing now is I am networking and connecting like crazy. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, and at the same time, building my portfolio so that it gets to a point where our music can basically speak for itself. Um, but I so that's think, branding, branding yourself, yeah, right? Great. Yeah. Um, but if there's one thing I can still work on on on, on my side, it's the way that they, that I can market myself. Mm -hmm. um, so a lesson I learned is that people prefer to hear the music itself. The music it tends to speak more than the than than composers. Exactly. Uh, but um, yeah. Um, I've been meeting with producers. I've been meeting with artists. Um, it's it's all good, you know, sending out emails and mm -hmm. and and skyping. Mm -hmm. Nothing beats the nothing will beat the face to face kind of conversation. Absolutely, um, I feel like that's the reason I started this podcast. <laughs> I wanted to reach out to people like you, people like we've already had on here for business advice, for um, musical experience, to see how they've established their brand, how they've built what they've built, how they go about their process, and just really build a community from there. So networking and face-to-face -face is like nothing else. Yeah. I completely agree with it. It's about creating a community. It's about uh, creating a support system for each other as artists. And by the way, guys, if you don't know, Richard was one of the contributors to our campaign for our album, Iron Fiddle. So thank you so yeah. much for jumping on board. You'll be getting your album as soon as it goes live. Awesome. <laughs> thank you. So um, once we figured out how to network and connect, one thing kind of leads to another and then you'll see the growth, right? You'll see where you're at. It kind of becomes a second nature. So like, hey, you connect with this person, connect with that person. They connect you with someone else and you never know what comes out of it. Could be a huge project that you're really happy about. And that is it's something about me that I am, uh, that, that I am uh, still building. Mm -hmm. um, I've never been good at interacting with, with, with people. Um, 
but I know that if I'm going to branch out on my own, mm-hmm. um, I'd be able to uh, to sell myself and and to do it well. Absolutely. Uh, so that is a work in progress. Well, I think it's a work in progress for all of us too. I was afraid of social media just a couple of years ago. <laughs> and then I realized what a great way it is to really connect with people and have that real conversation and have that ask the real questions, right? And you never yeah. know until you actually overcome your fears, guys, and step out of that comfort zone and just step into the, you know, try to swim on the other bank of that river of your fears. And once you've made it, you're like, hey, it wasn't so bad. I'm so amazed at how all these fantastic people, including you, Richard, agreed to come in and just, you know, discuss their experience and share their music with me, (laughs) with all of us. So thank you so much for being here. So now we don't just get serious on our show. We also play games and have fun. (laughs) So what I would like to do now is there's a little segment we do at the end of our interview. It's um, basically a rapid fire. But we call it boo or woohoo. <laughs> so within one minute, I'm going to ask you 10 random questions. Some of them will be relevant. Some of them will be silly. So what I'd like mm-hmm. you to do is um, basically give us an answer uh, within that minute on 10 questions as fast as you can. So say the first thing that comes to your mind. Make sense? Uh, <laughs> Okay, and we do have an epic countdown. You might not be able to hear it, but we will hear it. (laughs) So we also have an epic countdown, 60 seconds before we time out. So let's test it out right now. I'm going to click the track and you tell me if you can hear my voice while it plays. Can you hear my voice? Can you hear my question? Yes, you get excellent. All right, so we can play. Woohoo! I never know, guys, because we have guests overseas, and sometimes connection just does not allow us to fit everything in. So what we're going to do now is I'm going to ask the 10 questions, and you try to answer just as quickly as possible. Okay? Are you up for the game? Yes? Yep. Okay, let's do this. You guys ready? Three, two, one. Which composer has influenced your music the most? Uh, sorry, that, that one I can't hear. Oh, okay, all right. So what we'll do is I will just count without the track. <laughs> Ready? And which yeah. composer has influenced your music the most? The Cherry Goldsmith. All right. At what age did you begin your music studies? Uh, age eight, I think. Excellent. Which sound do you prefer, electric or acoustic? All right. Oh, what motivates you in like one word? Success. Great. <laughs> Which YouTuber uh, do you watch and just can't stop watching? Epic Red Battles of History. All right. What's your favorite song to cover? Name three. Uh, a song to cover? Oh, well. Um, any song from Evita? It's um, a roll over Beethoven. Okay. Very, yeah. All right. Uh, Name, okay, one more. One more, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Name three people you admire. Uh, Nelson Mandela, my my very beautiful mother, and uh, who else? Oh, and Hansen. Okay. Dogs or cats? Cats. All right. Name three musicians you follow on Instagram. Quick, quick. <laughs> Vera Abramenko, David Foster, and Mark 
All right, we timed out, but no worries. <laughs> we got all the answers. Ooh, okay, great job. Thank you for playing, Richard. So I hope this was insightful for you guys as much as it was for me. And thank you so much, Richard, for coming over tonight. And we will be sharing replays soon with you guys. Uh, but before we let you go, we would like to know uh, what would you say to a young composer, young artist who is trying to get into the industry today, what would be your one kind of more important advice that you would sort of leave us with? Um, I suppose at the end of the day, if you feel like that is what you really want to do, mm -hmm. um, if that is, is your dream, then chase it. You're going to struggle. Um, yes. But at the end of the day, you will feel whole with, 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 with what you accomplish. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much, Richard. Again, guys, you can find Richard on LinkedIn as RC Star Maker. Or no, no, Richard Campbell. <laughs> then you can find him on Vimeo as RC Star Maker. Lander on SoundCloud as RC Star Maker. And all the other platforms, Facebook, RC Star Maker, Instagram, RC Star Maker, and YouTube as CCCAMBO. Have a listen to his wonderful music. Uh, connect, interact. He's a really great person <laughs> to speak with. And now we are excited to see you in a couple months, right? We like to invite our guests back to get a little update. Maybe there's an interesting project you've worked on and you would like to share it with us. That'll be amazing. Yeah. So I'll be in touch with you and look forward to it. So we will see you then. Have a great week and thank you. See you then. That's all folks. If you like Iron Fiddle songs, download them at peterbermanke.com forward slash music. See you next time.